Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Tuesday, November 12th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, Missouri already has more than 17,000 patients in the medical marijuana program, and there's no legal place to buy it yet. Doctors can certify patients for medical cannabis, and the constitutional amendment gives them a lot of autonomy. There's nothing that says that a doctor can't be anything but a certification doctor, and they can charge whatever they want, and they can do as many patients as they want. St. Louis Public Radio's Jacqueline Driscoll examines why access is much easier in Missouri compared to Illinois, where a program has been in place for almost half a decade. First, the news. A board that could reshape governance in St. Louis and St. Louis County is set to meet for the first time today. But St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports it may not do very much, especially without full membership. St. Louis County's nine board members will join Governor Mike Parsons' appointee at 10 a.m. in St. Louis City Hall. But the city's nine members won't be there since the Board of Aldermen hasn't confirmed them. One of the county board members, Katie Ferrand, says she doesn't expect much to happen in the first meeting because of the city appointee's absence. If anything, it's more of the procedural housekeeping type, just bare bones requirement to meet uh, what the Constitution says, but not do anything substantial. The Board of Freeholders could eventually recommend to voters to consolidate certain services, are combined portions of St. Louis and St. Louis County governments. I'm Jason Merzenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. The second and final week of the Illinois legislature's fall veto session begins today. State lawmakers have a number of measures to consider, from placing restrictions on vaping to allowing college athletes to profit from endorsements. The federal investigation of a former state representative and others has led to bipartisan demands for a tightening of Illinois ethics laws. Senate President John Cullerton says that will be a priority. I went back and looked at what we did uh, when Blagojevich was uh, impeached. We had a joint committee with the House and the Senate. There's clearly some issues that were not addressed 10 years ago, or if it was 10 years ago, with regard to lobbying, which is something we should look at uh, for sure. Governor J.B. Pritzker and others say they support requiring lobbyists to disclose their income. State lawmakers are also expected to debate whether there should be restrictions on smoking marijuana in public and lowering costs for insulin prescriptions. Another round of layoffs is hitting U.S. Steel in Granite City. The company is not saying how many workers received the recent pink slips, but says the layoffs were due to, quote, challenging market conditions. A spokesperson for U.S. Steel says the company needs to become leaner and more efficient, and cutting non-union jobs is part of the process. If you like The Gateway, tell a friend. If you have comments about the daily effort, email us, feedback at stlpublicradio.org. Missouri became the 32nd state to legalize marijuana about a year ago. It is still sorting out who can grow and sell cannabis, but more than 17,000 patients have already been approved to possess marijuana and grow it at home. St. Louis Public Radio's Jacqueline Driscoll compares Missouri's program to the one in Illinois and why access in Missouri seems to be much easier. 
Both programs essentially do the same thing. Doctors certify patients to use medical marijuana if they have a qualifying condition. But there are significant differences in the details. By sheer numbers, Missouri has more than 17,000 patients in the program, even though there's still no legal place to buy the drug. Compare that with Illinois. There were less than 3,000 patients in the first 10 months of their program. Some would say easier access is a good thing, like Dan Vietz. You know, Article 14 of the Missouri Constitution is one of the best medical marijuana laws in the country. Okay, Vietz is a little biased. He's a president of New Approach Missouri, and he helped write the bill. Who has access, how they're getting access, and how the programs can be changed in the future are just a few differences between the two states. Vietz believes one of the main reasons Missouri's law is superior is how it was passed. It was done through a voter referendum that made it a constitutional amendment, meaning lawmakers don't really have a say in how the program is run. I think if it were merely a statutory initiative, the legislature would already have begun to undo important parts of it. Illinois passed their law legislatively, which required some negotiating to get it through. Here's Illinois State Representative Bob Morgan. And the only way we were able to pass it was to make it not just one of the strongest, but one of the most restrictive medical cannabis programs in the country. It may be worth noting, Illinois was one of the earliest states to approve a medical program. The stigma surrounding cannabis in general has shifted since 2013. Illinois and Missouri both have several qualifying conditions, but in Missouri, patients can also be certified in the professional judgment of a physician. This means if you have any ailment that a doctor believes marijuana could help, you could get a card. Veet says that's how it should be. And that's not unusual. Doctors have that discretion with most medications. That's true. Sometimes doctors can prescribe medications for conditions they weren't necessarily intended to treat. A doctor who knows their patient has that authority, which brings up another big difference between the laws. Illinois requires a, quote, bona fide relationship between the patient and physician. This means the physician has to prove they've had an ongoing relationship with that patient and has been responsible for the assessment and treatment of the qualifying condition. Chris Stone owns and operates medical dispensaries in Illinois. He benefits from selling marijuana. But even he says that bona fide relationship is crucial to patient health. They need to understand what you're currently taking, if you're taking other medications, and how that's going to interact with your body and how cannabis would then interact with your body and those other medications. Some would argue, though, this is hindering patients' access. And you may have guessed it, but Beats is one of them. Many hospitals forbid the doctors who work with them from qualifying patients for cannabis. So those patients who have a so-called bona fide relationship with a doctor may very well have that relationship with a doctor who is forbidden by his or her employer from qualifying that patient for cannabis. This was more of a problem for Illinois when they first passed the law. Remember, the stigma is changing. It's not as big of an issue anymore. Lyndall Fraker, who's in charge of Missouri's program for the Department of Health and Senior Services, says the law takes a lot of pressure off of the department in deciding who can get a card. It, it puts a lot of it more back on the doctor and their license through the Board of Healing Arts than it does us actually telling them what they can and can't do. There's a caveat to this, though. Morgan says maintaining that patient-physician relationship is crucial in preventing what he called doctor mills where doctors can set up shop and charge extra to patients who just want access to marijuana, not necessarily for medical reasons. It also jeopardizes the real integrity you have of making sure that these patients really are those that are intended to participate in the program. Missouri is still deciding who gets to operate the 94 dispensaries and 60 cultivation sites the law allows for. 
even that's a stark difference compared to Illinois. They allowed for a maximum of 60 dispensaries and 21 cultivation sites. Dispensaries are set to open in the spring, and when they do, Missouri has a clear trend, easier access and more medical marijuana. In Jefferson City, I'm Jacqueline Driscoll, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. Before we wrap up, this early blast of winter in St. Louis is a record setter. The National Weather Service says it dipped to 12 degrees yesterday, equaling the record low set in 1911. The normal temperature for this time of year, by the way, is 40 degrees. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.